he's got a nose for news and a face for radio. You're listening to Price's Highway, the podcast with your host, Steve Price. Get to know Margaret Ziegler, the owner of Vintage 615. Plus, she'll tell us something exciting she has in store for you this Easter. They say you can do anything, right? Well, they're wrong. We'll discover what our listeners have a hard time doing besides listening to this show all the way through. Frank from Grecian Family Restaurant and Bakery is back from knee replacement surgery. We'll catch up with him as the big show heads back to his popular eatery. Giddy up. Let's do this thing. Price's Highway is presented by Price Sells Homes. Don't think twice. Call Carrie Price at 615-497-3317 or find her on the web at PriceSellsHomes.com. Now on with the show. Buckle up Spring Hill Metroplex and enjoy the ride. I'm Craig Midget, and this is Price's Highway, the podcast. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Price's Highway, the podcast. I am your host, Steve Price, and with me is Craig Midget. Good evening. Craig, how are you? I'm pretty good. Spring break is here. Not for me. No? For you, maybe. Uh, we already had it. But What'd you do? We had a great time. I took my daughter to California. We went to San Diego, Los Angeles, and then we... Wait. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. What? You... So, while wow, like half of California is leaving for places like Texas and Tennessee and, and, and other places, you left Tennessee to vacation in California? Correct. And contribute to their economy? Correct. Yeah. Tell us more about that, Steve. Well, okay, so <laughs> I might not necessarily agree with everything going on in California, but I got to say, it's a beautiful place, and it's a great place to visit, uh, San Diego especially. Uh, it, it's, it's a clean city, lots of stuff to do. We, we just had a great time, but uh, Ava's favorite thing to do on the whole trip was to go to La Jolla Cove, and you just got to hang out with the sea lions and the seals. They're, they're just right there. You go, go up to them, take selfies with them. <laughs> they're just chilled. They're, they're just chilled. They smell. They're not aggressive. They're not. They're not trying to like steal your ice cream cone out of your hand and stuff. No, those are the birds flying. <laughs> yeah, seagulls. We ended up in Las Vegas, and we just didn't like Las Vegas. And for you know, for whatever reason, we ended up on the strip, and that was about five minutes. I and th- I think I would hate the strip. Terrible. Uh, it, it was. <laughs> it was just. I'm like. What planet are we on? That's one place that I've never had any desire to go to. Me neither. So I would love to go to the surrounding area. Yeah. I'd and love that, to go to Hoover Dam. Yeah. But not, not the Strip itself, not Vegas itself. And that was the idea. We're using Vegas as, like, the airport to come home. Yeah. Um, so we did, we did have fun in the surrounding areas. We, uh, we did some horseback riding. Uh, we, we did go to Hoover Dam. And instead of going to casinos and big shows we went to outlet malls and the galleria uh, so because, you know because that's what you do on be, vacation with a teenage with girl a teenager. Yeah. yeah yeah but no it was a great time we uh, we got i mean just learning about what she's going through uh, as a 14 year old girl you just really get to get to know your daughter and it, it was just i mean i i'm just so glad we we're able to do that it, it was memories were made that i will never forget that's very, very cool. Our spring break uh, for Murray County spring break is next week, uh, the week, the last week of March, okay. and then like the first couple of days of April. What are your kids going to be up to? Probably not much. Um, we, have, we have no big plans, but that's also 
that's Alan's big um, construction week for for his uh, carpenter bee traps. Alan, Alan is uh, our 15 year old son. He just turned 15 this month, and two years ago at the at the start of COVID, um, he ended up you know he calls it like his five month spring break because I think he went to school you know for a few days and with as COVID was happening across the country. And then they had spring break and never and never went back to school. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think we were just brainstorming for things to do and ideas. And he wanted to um, start making some monies and put money towards a car and things like that. Um, as a what? As a fourteen-year-old? No, thirteen-year-old. And you know, we, we thought about carpet bee traps. They're simple to make. Um, you know, piece of wood, drill some holes. And put a glass jar on it. It's something that he could, um, that I could teach him how to do. I could help him, you know, run the chop saw and all that kind of stuff the first, first few times. But like, you know, by the end of that, you know, first couple months of making them, he uh, he was pretty much owning the in, the entire uh, process. I wasn't doing much, but just awesome. hold, holding the wood as he cut it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and yeah, he's made some really good money. He's sold at least a hundred, a hundred every season. Um, wow, that nice. year and this past year, and you know he's selling for ten, well twelve bucks now with the price of lumber, um, and yeah, making making himself some good money. It is carpenter bee season, isn't it? You know, as we're sitting here earlier between uh, segments, re- between recording segments, actually I had someone reach out um, and message me saying, "Hey, I need some of those. I already got the buggers." Uh, flying around my house wow. right now. Awesome. So it's officially season. Okay. So As that's of about 30 minutes ago. <laughs> that's what he's going to be up to. All right. That's what he'll be up to next week is making okay. more of those. That's awesome. That is fun. And what are you going to be doing? Probably bee stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, every, 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 it seems like every podcast I sneak bee stuff in there. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Have you snuck in your honey business yet? Not yet. How people can contact you if they want some honey. Oh, well, yeah. Shameless plug. Thank Go you. Ahead. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, Spring Haven Homestead is, uh, is our Facebook page. Um, and, yeah, you can contact me through there. If, if you know me on Facebook, you find me on Facebook, you can message me there. Message me there. Um, and we, yeah, we have, some, we have some Tennessee wildflower honey currently available. And then uh, come July, I will collect honey off, off the bees in, in my, uh, in my own apiary and have that available in July, July, August or so. Okay. Well, here's something interesting that happened, uh, just the other day, the Spring Hill Police Department <laughs> for the very first time used Price's Highway, the Facebook group as a tool to help locate something. Ooh, was it, what was it? Was it something big and important? Like a dog? Or a child? Child, yeah. No. Amber, Amber Alert? No. None of that? No. Some lost keys. Keys? <laughs> so someone <laughs> left, some, left some keys at the dog park. We, we, can, put it, we can put it in, in iHeart Spring Hill. This has 33,000 followers. We can put, or members. We can put it in Spring Hill iHeart It, which has 15,000 fo- uh, members. And we can also put it in Prices Highway, which has like, you know, seven. Seven people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, well, anyway, thank you for using us as a tool, and we're here for you if you want to continue doing that. And plus, and thank you for making Steve feel bona fide. Yes, yes. He's bona fide. I am bona fide. 
Hey, you know, the Spring Hill Police also did something really cool the other day. They spent a few hours at Chick-fil-A on Monday, and they were um, collecting money for the Special Olympics of Tennessee, which That's was great. a really, really cool yeah. cause. Um, and Chick-fil-A themselves had donated, were donating 15% of the day's proceeds um, as well to, to, uh, to Special Olympics Tennessee. So very, very cool on their part. Yeah, good for you all. Thank you for doing that. Craig, I don't know about you. I, I can do a lot of things. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm well-versed in many, many things, but there are some things I just can't do. And so we thought it'd be fun to put that out on the Prices Highway Facebook group uh, to say your age and what you still can't do. So mine was I'm 45 and have never been able to eat an entire moon pie. A moon pie? I just watched you polish off like most of a, like the majority of a plate of chicken Alfredo. That was delicious. <laughs> moon pies are trash because, I mean, <laughs> it's like chocolate and that's cardboard. Like, that's like the state mm. marshmallow of Tennessee. You can't say stuff like that. I know. But I can't, I can't do it. I got, uh, you get a quick stomach ache. It's just, it's terrible. That's, it's just, <laughs> just not my thing. Moon pies. Yeah, I mean, they're, they are, I, I would, I'll admit, they are better like, you know, the first bite or two. And, yeah, and, they're fine and, the first bite or two. And, and the taste wanes. It's like, what the, what's that gum? The uh, fruit strike gum? Oh, jeez. <laughs> with the giraffe, it's like one bite. Oh, man, that's the best bite of your life. And then the second it's bite? It's awesome oh, right there on the front end. Where'd it go? It, it com- Taste! It, it comes in strong. It does. But then, like, but then you just lose it. It's like as quickly as the dopamine comes in, the taste goes out. <laughs> we had some people comment what they you know what their age is and what they can't do and Stephen, he writes in he's 52 and he can't bring himself to watch any of the star wars movies oh my gosh really yeah and i gotta say i can't either yeah i'm that guy i'm that guy i just i don't get it i don't understand the storyline i i don't even really care about this i will say this though best musical score ever oh man Tight. Yeah. Very, very good. You know what, though, Steve? I got to blame parenting. That's just poor parenting to not have risen you correctly on Star Wars. I'll say this, too. Star Wars came out in, what, 77? Yeah. No, it was, I was... I was introduced to it. I didn't like it. I, I turned it off. As a, as, a young, as a young lad, as a young fry, I said no. Parenting. No, preference. Failure, failure no, parenting. it's preference. My parents had the foresight and the wisdom. The foresight? Ooh, oh, very, look at very that. Nice. They had the foresight and the wisdom to take me to the theater at four years old to see Star Wars when it was in the theater still. It scared the piss out of me because I was four. And, I, and the trash compactor is what scared me bad. I was four years old, mind you, and I still remember... The, I saw the memory of, why did you bring me to this movie? They're going <laughs> to die. <laughs> so you're how old, Craig? Oh, jeez. I just turned 49. All right, so what can't you do? You know, sadly, <laughs> I've never done a pull-up. Never done a pull-up? No. Like, like the diapers or the exercise? <laughs> <laughs> because you're 49 and those pull-ups are they're right around the corner. <laughs> no, the 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 strength, the the show of strength. Okay. Um, yeah, I've I've never had like great upper body strength. Yeah. Plus, you know, I'm, I'm, 
I, I, carry, I, carry, I carry a little bit of weight. Okay. So, yeah, never done a pull-up. Interesting. Okay, so Syrian, is that how you say his name? Syrian? Yes, it is. Uh, he can't say the word linoleum. <laughs> <laughs> what a random thing. Uh, Christy, she's back in the news. She was, <laughs> she was on our last one. She's, <laughs> she's 40, and I can't look at a mouse, even if it's dead. Even the mouse emoji freaks me out. Oh, come on, Christy. And how old did she say? 40. 40. Yeah. But this it's, it's may... Way, way past time she outgrew that. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so this is my favorite one. From Peter Hartzell. He can't watch the Scott's Tots episode of The Office. <laughs> and I gotta say, that is the cringiest episode of any it's <laughs> show so, I've ever it's seen. It's so bad. <laughs> Oh, it is, it is, it's rough. I, I think he wins. But Lindsay, she comes in saying she's 34 and has never been able to take a bite of salad without vomiting. Salad. Really? Salad? No, I don't know. Folks, that was on the Prices Highway Facebook group. If you want to join, we're at facebook.com slash groups slash Prices Highway. I just hit the microphone. Something like that, yes. Yeah. Very good. So we must have something else more interesting um, to, to do on this show tonight we than do. discuss the Facebook group. Because you know where what we are. We what do we got? You know where we are. Yes. We are at Grecian Family Restaurant and Bakery. And I think it's time to talk to our pal Frank. Frank, it's so good to see you. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, thank you. How are you doing? Doing great. I, I know you, you've had some surgery Tell us a little bit about that, how, you, how you're recovering. Knee replacement surgery. I'm doing okay. Just a little time, a little stiff muscles, but I can't stay home anymore. I'm, I'm going stir crazy. So you came I, back this week? I came back this week a little bit at a time. The doctor says I'm doing good, so hopefully within two weeks I should be, I should be okay. 100%? Close to it, <laughs> but I can't stay home anymore. I'm going crazy. Modern medicine at work. Isn't it? Wow. I'm telling you, something really good, yeah. Well, also prayer. Big time. I'm very big on that as well. Yeah. I, I yep. know the community has come together and has been praying for you. And, and I appreciate that from thoughts. everybody. Yeah. Thank you for everybody for your prayers and well wishes and everything. Absolutely. Yep. Now, you had a big week last week, didn't you, with the St. Patty's Day? St. Patty's Day. We had a tremendous turnout for St. Patty's Day. We sold pretty much almost everything. We went through almost 250 pounds of corned beef, and everybody loved it. So it turned out very, very well. I didn't make it here. Was the place decked out in green? No, I wasn't here. So if I'm not here, they're not going to do it. What are you going to do? As so, long as the food was good and everybody loved it, that's my concern. So did you ever get in a pinch that day? No. Uh, Everything uh, worked out like clockwork. They, they were very well organized. So I was very happy about that. He meant getting pinched, like if he didn't wear green. Oh, no. He was I didn't wear, he nobody was, wore green. He was oh, trying to be funny. Only Susie, she wore green. And that's the lady who did my corned beef. Her recipe, and it was... Absolutely fantastic. So how many people you say you've had? We probably served about 170. That's incredible. Yeah. St. Patty's at the Saint, Grecian restaurant. At the Grecian restaurant. That's <laughs> so cool. Yeah, who could have thought we sold that much? Yeah, but they did. They loved it. And it's, this was the third year now, right? Third year in yep. a row, yeah. So I'm glad they cool. like it and see what happens next year. Yeah. So what's coming up around the corner? Next week, 
We have um, uh, Spider-Man coming in. Spider-Man. Yeah, he's a really good kid, and they, yeah. the kid, they love him here, and it'll be next Wednesday. And that's Kids Eat Free and Night, right? Kids Eat Free Night, and it's going to be very, very busy, so I encourage people with young kids to come in. He does a fantastic job, and they just love him. I hear he's big on the web. Yeah, <laughs> very big <laughs> on the web. Very, very big. He's, he's a great young, young man, and he... Um, He's, you know, he does a fantastic job, and they just love him. So what? He he, he jumps in here. He and comes in like pictures. regular Spider-Man, jumping around, upside Swings. down, flips. I don't know, but I, I don't want him to swing because I don't want to pay the liability. Yeah, so. you got the chandelier right there. I, think <laughs> I know, right? Well. But yeah, he he's a great kid. His name is Isaac, and he just does a great job, and the kids just love him. So I'm looking forward to having him next Wednesday as well. We're cool. hearing a lot about him. Maybe, maybe we should get him on the show. Maybe. Yeah. He's a good young kid. Yeah, he's 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 fantastic. And then after that, we have a huge event for a lady who was diagnosed with cancer. So we are doing uh, colon cancer. So we are doing a big event on April 7th to help, uh, you know, fundraiser to help her with medical bills and things like that. So if you can support that, that will be great. You know, and then, of course, we have our daily routines. Our, our, our bakery is always fully loaded in stock, and we're really promoting our delivery services. We deliver every night, 4 to 9, um, lunchtime, you know, 11 to 2, so that's getting really big. Uh, we have our web, you know, if you need to order something on the web or to go, catering, a lot of catering now with the end of the school year coming up, people need things, so whatever you need, we're here. I'll, I'll do my own quick promotion. Um, I got to sample some baklava cheesecake, and oh my goodness, it should be illegal. Shouldn't it? Such a creation should not be allowed One to exist. One of my exist. biggest sellers. It's you know, incredibly. And I was fluking with that down in Florida, and I said to my wife, we have bakla, we have cheesecake, let's combine it. You know, it started okay, but up here, they just love it. It's, it's fantastic. It's incredible. It is. It sure is. I have fun making my desserts, so I love doing that stuff. Frank is so good to us. He always feeds us here whenever we come do the big show, and... Uh, tell you what i'm like frank what's the best thing on the menu and what do you tell me and i said the biggest biggest item here is our chicken alfredo it's enough to feed two people it's so good i'm telling you it's one it of our biggest so well so here good. Greece, you have to understand we're greek background so our portions are going to be huge you know and then we also fix it up with our beautiful unlimited salad bar so i guarantee you'll never leave here hungry i can attest to that i couldn't finish my chicken alfredo yeah. either all right before we go tell us where you are. I'm located at 2003 Wall Street in Spring Hill behind the Regents and Walgreens buildings. Great. So we hope to see you here. For whatever your needs, feel free to call us. And Frank, thanks for letting us call this place home. Thank you very much, and I appreciate everybody's well wishes and yeah. uh, support and everything. Th thanks, for hobbling, see you soon. thanks for hobbling in tonight to talk now to I'm us. I'm going to be hobbling home now because my knee is starting to bother me. All right, <laughs> get on that. Go thank, take thank care of it. Gentlemen. Thank you, folks. Appreciate it. Good night, Frank. Good night. Okay, Margaret Ziegler is the owner of Vintage 615, located at 5075 Main Street, or as we call it, Prices Highway, right here in Spring Hill, in the Early's Honey Stand Shopping Village. Folks driving along Prices Highway may recognize the old gas station that is the cigar station now. And she joins us, not too far from her shop at Grecian Family Restaurant and Bakery. Margaret, it's so good to have you here on the show. Hey, 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 it's good to be here. Now, I was told by several people you got to have Margaret on the show, and we're just so thankful you're here. Oh, that's sweet. Thank you. So before we get into your business, let's take a step back and learn a little bit more about you. Okay. All right. When did you move to the Spring Hill area? 
25 years ago when I fell in love with my prince uh, who was working at GM and we moved, got married and moved to Franklin and he was uh, like, he was an engineer at GM and so I would come down here and have lunch with him and after a while Spring Hill kind of became my little stomping ground. And we're talking about Chris. Yes, Chris, my husband, yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Husband of how uh, long? 25 years. Nice. I grew up in Lebanon, Tennessee, and okay. he's from Milwaukee, but he came down here with the Saturn plan in the 80s, uh -huh. and we got married in 96. So you've seen Spring Hill grow from yes. like nothing to something. Yes, because I would come down here and have lunch with him. And the only place to have lunch was at McDonald's, and I think it was like a little Chinese place. Sunny China? Was that there? Yes, yep. yes. What yes. about La Hacienda? Remember that was La Hacienda at one time? We never right, went there. Right next to the Kroger. But then he would take me on a real special date at the Shell service station. Okay. Very yes. nice. Yes. What about Poplar Houses? Poplar Houses around back then, wasn't it? I don't remember that. I, I didn't get to go there. Well, I think right now if you t take somebody to the... Shell Station. That's like the nicest place. In, that's the most expensive oh place in town, well, isn't it? They have the best sandwiches. That's, that's only if you get a full tank. That's right. Oh, their food is so good. <laughs> now, this is interesting. You got your degree in fashion merchandising for a special reason. What was that? Yes. Uh, this was years and years and years ago. And I was just tiny. I weighed like, at 20 years old, I weighed like 85 pounds. And I couldn't find clothes to fit me. And so when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do when I grew up, I decided I wanted to have a boutique store for women like me who didn't want to wear clothes from like middle, the middle school departments of stores. Junior section? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I don't even know if it was junior. It might have been just middle school. And so I decided I wanted to get a degree in that. But things weren't like they are now. It's like the only opportunities were like maybe to rent a spot in uh, Rivergate Mall or Hickory Hollow Mall. And that was scary. And I already had a job. I went to school at night and got my degree. And so I just kind of got scared and didn't do it and just kept working and then went in a whole different direction with work and my career and everything. And then... Gosh, when I was uh, 60, uh, the opportunity came for a boutique. I mean, it just came all the way back around. So I guess it was something I was really supposed to do. Neat. But you, you're pretty techy, too, aren't you? Well, I do my own stuff, yeah. so I, I don't know how techy that is. But you worked for the state. I did. I did. I worked in state government for... I think seven and a half years, and I worked for a political analyst for about 10 years, and I did run the... Um, uh, tech sections then, but that was so long ago, nothing is the same anymore. Sure, sure. But I'm not afraid of it. Now, you also have had what, 20 years of women's ministry? Yes, yes. Well, what are you doing right now for the kingdom of God? I use my store, you know, I, I do go to church, but I really use my store to um, not send out scriptures or hand out things, but just really love people. You know, to listen, to care. Um, sometimes people come in, they'll tell me a story. If it feels right, I might give them a hug. If it feels right, I might say, you want me to pray for you? That sort of thing. Just kind of lead, just kind of follow where the Spirit leads me. Uh, for the people that come in the store, it's stories and different people every day. And it's so many opportunities to be able to just love people and care about people. Did you do anything specific in the ministry? 
Oh, I, I taught classes. I studied the Bible with women. Uh, and we were a crazy bunch. We would study the Bible with somebody, and they would decide that they wanted to make Jesus Lord. And, you know, it might be at 1 o'clock in the morning, and we'd climb over a, a clubhouse fence and baptize them in a swimming pool. Really? You know, they, we were radical. We were crazy. Oh, that's so cool. You know, just really trying to help people find their relationship with God. And so I got to do a lot of things. I got to travel. I got to go to Manila and Africa. got to teach a lot of classes. I got to see so many miracles with people's lives changing. So it was it was a great season. Wow. You know, the, this show has kind of um, uh, grown up out of a, out of Facebook and out of out of Steve's Prices Highway Facebook group. I can't imagine the local community groups, the posts that would be on there when the cops were called to the local HOA pool. <laughs> Because some crazy woman was yeah. trying to baptize someone yeah, and climbing yeah, oh, yeah. over the clubhouse fence. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It'd be a topic for a week in, these, would be. Yeah. in these groups. Yeah, yeah, we were crazy. <laughs> All right, so before you bought Vintage 615, you were a vendor. Yes. Okay, tell us about that. Well, the kids had gotten to be like maybe, we have two children, now 23 and 20. And so when they were like 8 and 10, I was like, oh, I think I want to do something different, you know, other than, you know, just what you do as a mom with kids that age. And so um, we were decorating our house, and I had a big sign in my house that said, all because two people fell in love. And I was like, oh, I love this sign. And so then I looked at it, I thought, well, I bet I can make that. How can I make that? Well, Chris, who's my husband, is an engineer. I was like, babe, can you help me figure out how to make these? So we started making signs. And I would make them with sayings and, you know, positive words and scriptures. And I had them in, I had booths in a whole bunch of different stores all over Williamson County. And Vintage 615 was one of the stores that I had a booth in for five years. So I sold signs in Vintage 615 for five years. And so how did you go from being a vendor to then one day being the owner? That was crazy because I wasn't even like a really great vendor because sometimes we would have volunteer days and I would forget mine and they'd have to call and say, this is your day. Are you coming? And so when um, when the owner got ready to move on, it was really it was really a neat story because she saw something in me that I didn't even see in myself. And so when she got ready to move on, she said, I'm selling the store and I feel like you can take it to the next level. And just for another woman to see that in you and you're not even thinking about something like that was just so encouraging for me. So um, Chris had, was retiring from GM, and we just prayed, God, show us what you want us to do. And within 24 hours, Jamie called me and said, hey, I'm selling Vintage 615. You want to buy it? And so I just felt like this is what God wanted me to do. And so when, when we made the announcement to all the vendors and all the people at the store, they were like, her? She didn't even come to her volunteer time. How's she going to run a store? But, um, you know, whatever I set my mind to, you know, and when it's God's will, you know, you just do your thing. 
No. Now, we have a listener base outside of Nashville, and some folks might be wondering, 615, what's that all about? Mm. Well, that's the Nashville area code. Yes, yeah. And Vintage has been around for 10 years. So 10 years ago, it was a whole different vibe that was going. It was the shabby chic. It was the 615 area code and that sort of thing. Yeah. So that's where it came from. Now that you're the owner, I'm, what's your mission? Well, you know, it would be great to, you know, have a good income. <laughs> Someday. Oh, yeah. Why not? <laughs> but I think um, I'm just grateful to have a platform, you know, and I feel like I can use the platform of having a boutique being, you know, in the chamber and doing all the things that we do here in the community to make a difference. And the difference I want to make um, in the lives of anybody that I come in contact with is I just I want people to know that I see them, that I hear them. Um, I, I, I love to hear people's stories. I love to listen to people. I love to ask questions about them and know about people. So I just want people to feel like somebody cares about them. You know, we live in a crazy time right now, and it's easy to get your head chewed off and um, to get criticized, and um, and that's fine. You know, but I, I get a chance to do something different, and I want to bring positivity and encouragement to um, anybody that I have an opportunity to. Tell us a little bit about your staff. How many? Oh folks my you have? gosh, it's six of us. It's a crazy bunch, and uh, I have two women who are cashiers, and one of them is the kindest person I have ever met in my whole life. And I can be kind, but she is kind. And then the other one is her name is Denise, okay. and then the other one is Hi, Denise. Ste- Denise, and so and the other one is Stephanie, and she is sweet. And that's I, when people come in the store. I want them to be bombarded with sweetness and kindness, and they are perfect for that. Then I have um, Annie. Annie's my designer. She's like the mad scientist, and so she keeps vintage just staged fun and functional and different all the time people walk in and they'll say oh you've changed it and she changes it all the time and they'll say I'll say well why do you love it they'll say I love it why do you love it I don't know it's just the feel so it's the vibe the feel and I think it's just because it's women in there who um, our mission is to try to make a difference and then Annie's mother works with us we call her the a chaos coordinator because we're a crazy bunch and so somebody's got to corral us and make us do right and then we always try to bring along a young woman with us so right now we have um, Kaya who is 16 and she works with me on Sundays and anything that we do after hours she works with us I just want to bring a young woman along beside of us to experience what we do I don't know what we teach them but uh, they get to come and experience life with us uh, as small business owner. So then we've got Annabelle. And Annabelle is, she's the back-end person. So she does all the inventory. She does everything that you don't see. She catches all the mistakes from the vendors that we buy things from, that we may not get our products from, and they charge us. She just, she catches everything. She makes everything work in our system. So for someone who's never been in Vintage 615, kind of paint the story for us. What, 
would someone expect when they go in? How many how many vendors do you uh, do you have at this point? And kind of what, what's the experience like when you when you walk in the store? Well, I think when you walk in the store, it it depends on who's there. Um, if I'm there, I'm in there with my little dog Shelby, and so she comes up and greets everybody. That's usually on Sundays, and with the other girls, uh, just you get greeted, you know, um, because we're happy and honored that you would come in the store. And it's just a really pretty little store. It's just a little mom and pop. And I buy a lot of stuff from um, Market, but I've got about 24 vendors. And we're not so crafty anymore. It's more um, candle makers, jewelry makers, um, sign makers, people like that. Um, Soap, um, organic skincare, that sort of thing. Sounds like, sounds like she needs a honey section. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> I wonder who would do that. I wish there was know. a local bee guy. She probably, also, I mean, there is, like, Early's right next door. I'd, I'd have to compete with Early's. Yes. Oh, man. That might, yes. that might be tough. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a big competition, actually. <laughs> and then we do have another little section over in Early's that is, um, we've got some room over there where we've got painted furniture and picking and home decor and stuff like that. Okay. Now, you are really good at social media. Oh, I love you your think videos. So. Thank you. I, Thank I you. think it really connects with this community, Thank what you. you do. Thank you. Uh, tell us a little bit about how you use social media to promote your store and yourself. Oh, my gosh. Well, I buy everything for the store that I post. Somebody else posts the vendor items on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So I post everything every morning. And I just think about the things that I bought and the story behind them and why I bought them and, you know, what the purpose is. And so every morning I just think about what I want everybody to see that day. And um, as far as the social media, I've, I've learned a little bit. You know, I'm not real fancy. It doesn't look all, like, sparkly and beautiful but I think uh, what people see from us is just what we have and I don't think they're looking for all the 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 dazzle they're just looking for you know what what what's she going to show us today but sometimes you go beyond that and tell us stories about just things you're thinking about I do because I've got so many friends. I, I've got so many friends that I can't talk to every day. So we came up with Mondays with Margaret. Yes. And what we do with that is I just I'll tell a story um, to my friends because I can't talk to everybody every day. So I want to stay connected and let them know the shenanigans that may have happened that week. Coming up soon, it's right around the corner now. You have uh, free pictures with Easter Bunny. Yes. So when, when is that happening? When should people uh, hop over to that event? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that was good. It is April 9th this year, and we do it every year. I inherited this. The owner did um, pictures with the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus before I even bought the store, and it just became a community event where we give back and love up on our community. And... Um, so we just we do it every year. So the Easter Bunny's coming on April 9th, and so we have somebody dress up in an Easter Bunny costume. And Annie, my mad scientist designer, will build a beautiful set. And every year it's different. And uh, we have a friend who has a goat farm. And so she'll build a little pen beside the store and have goats and kids come in. And this year, Spider-Man's coming. So we just do something different every year. Spider-Man is really busy. Oh, he's, yes, he he's, he's the man. He's real popular. Yes. So that's on Saturday the 9th. What time? 
11 to 3. Okay. Um, any other events? Anything special that you guys are doing um, well, on we, the horizon as well? We make up stuff all the time. So anything where we can um, um, have wine and uh, <laughs> bring, in, bring in some friends. Uh, we'll probably be having a Jill Harper um, art event. She's one of our local artists. And um, um, we do have April 29th, we have uh, Brittany who makes these elaborate, beautiful uh, feather and leather earrings and she's launching her spring line and that's april 23rd so we'll probably come up with some other shenanigans too now there's vintage 615 and there's also living 615 let's talk about living 615 well you know when we got vintage and we saw how people bought our vendor furniture really well. We saw that there wasn't a furniture store in Spring Hill. So my husband was, you know, he was helping me with vintage, but we we're all like, we need, we need another stream of income here. And so we saw that there was a, a lack of having a furniture store in Spring Hill. So he started with his team, he started Living 615, which is a new furniture store. Like my vendors have repurposed and painted furniture, but he has a whole furniture store of brand new furniture and lighting and rugs and mm. just everything. It's amazing. It's so beautiful. Is that is that adjacent to It is it is one mile up the street. Okay. It is right across the street from Twice Daily and right in front of the street of um, Groove Life Living Six One Five. Okay. It used to be um, Mom and Me Hair Salon. Okay. Over there by oh, Duplass. Yeah. And when she moved, we got in there. So almost at the corner of thirty one and Duplass. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you're also an ambassador for the Spring Hill Chamber of Commerce. What does that entail? Oh my gosh. Well, when we first bought Vintage, everybody kept saying, you gotta join the Chamber. The Chamber's really great in Spring Hill. And so um, they came, George Barbier, uh, who is no longer with us right now, he walked in the store one day and he said, I'm, I'm George and I want to talk to Margaret about of uh, the chamber, and I was, I had my office there, and I didn't see him, and I, I ran out, and I was like, yes, I want to join, and um, George always would tell that story about how I overwhelmed him. Um, he'd never had anybody be so excited about joining the chamber before, and so it just became a family, you know, they just, you know, it was a group of us that um, everybody just took everybody under their wing. That's how we're really good friends with Frank and Sasa and just so many people here, all the business owners here in town. And it's like a big family. And so I uh, went to, I think Barry Osborne was uh, in charge of the ambassador program and he invited me to come and just check it out. And I was like, oh man, I don't know if I want to be getting into something else, you know. And so I went, and so afterwards, he said, well, what do you think? And I said, well, I'm going to think about it. And he handed me my badge with my name on it. I was like, Barry, what if I had said no? He said, I was counting on you saying yes. So uh, it's, just, you, it's just a support. It's just another hands and feet and arms and heart for the chamber to reach out to the community and other business leaders. And we've all just become a really big family. For those who aren't uh, very familiar, what does, what does the chamber do uh, in Spring Hill? How does it work with businesses? 
Well, I, I explain it like this. Becca, Becca Milton is the executive director, and I'm like, she's the mama of us. Uh-huh. And so um, she's, she pulls us all together. She, te- she brings everything to the business uh, community that's a part of the chamber is in classes and laws that's being passed, things that can help us. And any, any question that I have, any move that I make, I talk to her to find out, to learn and everything. So they're, they're there as a support for all the small businesses that's a part of the community of um, Spring Hill Chamber of Commerce. Okay. Well, Margaret, you do so much for the community, and we just want to thank you. Thank you for doing all you do, and thank you for being here today. I love it. Thank you for letting me be here. This is so much fun. I've been listening to you guys, and I was like, man, I want to do that. (laughs) Well, we're glad you did. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode of Prices High with the podcast. We'd like to thank Frank and his friendly staff for taking such good care of us at Grecian Family Restaurant and Bakery. We're glad he's feeling better. And if you're in the area, drop by and check out the menu. That chicken Alfredo is muy delicioso. Thanks for listening, everyone. Price's Highway is presented by Price Sells Homes. Don't think twice. Call Carrie Price at 615-497-3317. She's on the web, too, at pricesellshomes.com. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe and get new episodes right when they drop. For Steve Price, I'm Craig Midget. Buckle up and drive safe out there. You've been listening to Price's Highway, a Steve Price totally terrible production. Mm-hmm.